Hey, take two. Welcome to the top of the table, Brian Bentley in Dallas, Mark Villa there in the middle in LA, you can see behind the scarf. Sarah Wilson there on your right from Kansas City. Joining us on the left behind the lovely pale blue icon is Mr. Mike Rogandino from Parts Unknown. Audio is fixed, there shouldn't be any problem. <laughs> hey, what do you know, the Galaxy beat the Dynamo one to nothing last week. Let's talk about that like we haven't had any audio problems before. Right, right, right. I'll, I'll hop right in. I'm, I'm, I'm representing the real OC out here in South Orange County, uh, California, <laughs> and uh, so that's where I'm coming to you from. And hey, really, thanks for having me on. Thanks for having Mark shoot out the invite. You know, it's a uh, great minds think alike, and, and winners want to hang. So Mark and I are both with the Galaxy. We probably awesome. hang out. And if you start making yeah. inappropriate jokes, then you two will be both be birds of a feather. So. <laughs> So, so Mark, we were talking about the the, the Houston uh, supporters and that they were the second biggest group at the supporters summit. Uh, just on a side note here, during that summit, was there anything brought up about some of the scandals, if you will, earlier in the season in regards to security and supporters groups? Uh, to be honest, that subject was not even brought up. It was Commissioner Don Garber, myself. Um, it was a couple other uh, gentlemen that, that from the front office that were, you know, taking questions, and they didn't feel any questions about supporters group security at all. It was more about scheduling, uh, okay. you know, how how you know asking Commissioner Garber how come they're not going to get to see every team every year, the new playoff format. Um, it was about emphasis on Concacaf, so they covered a, a huge spectrum of subjects. But to be honest, that was the one that I don't remember coming up. And everybody's everybody's. Okay. Kind of throwing a um, throwing a complaint about the unbalanced schedule, but you know, before last year, it was an unbalanced schedule. We've had a balanced schedule well, a the last two years. Before that, it was unbalanced. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, it's not anything new. And it bugged me. Play, it bugged me playing Chivas three times a year. <laughs> yeah, but it, and San yeah, Jose. I, mean, I, I I think you know it's going to show the growth of the league when you don't play everybody. Uh, three times a year, you know what I mean? It's like you have that many teams that are solid and that are running that you are running, you know, to play every team once is to play 17 games. That's a lot of games. So, uh, you know, I think the fact that you're going to see New York, you know, only at your place once a year is, or every other year is, is is still going to make it special, I think, because it's going to be like those are going to be high-demand tickets to catch certain matchups. Other matchups, maybe not. I mean, Toronto-Columbus, I don't know, but, you know, to see the Galaxy play in New York or to see uh, you know, the Galaxy in sporting you know, at your home one year and then not to have it the next year and you have to wait again. I think it's going to really become special. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. So let's talk, mm. about, let's talk I, about the game briefly. Um, I want to give props to Houston and, their, and the way their defense played um, because it could have very easily been more than, than one nothing. Um, yeah, I, 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 I got to give it to Chola Browse. Jeff Cameron and his eyebrows had a great game. I think he was, I mean, seriously, dude, he shut down Chrisman more often than I could count. I mean, I watched the game the other night uh, just so I could have it fresh in my head for today. And Jeff Cameron, despite his eyebrows, played and an I think, amazing uh, game. I think Chrisman's I feet also had a lot guy. to do with that as well. Or lack thereof. As I refer to him, Lenny from Of Mice and Men. But hey, that's me. <laughs> but I mean, going into the game, going into the game, I, I honestly, if I was a betting type of girl, I'd have put three nil Galaxy. I thought it was going to be a, a rollover. I really did. And you yeah. know what? By all rights, it was. We just didn't connect. I mean, yeah. 
you know, a lot of people are saying, well, if Brad Davis had played, Dynamo would have had more chances in the area. True, probably. There's a good chance of that. However, had Chad Barrett played, he nails those two headers yes. that Chrisman shanked. And don't get me wrong, I don't hate Adam Chrisman. He, he's, he's an easy target to poke fun at. He's a really great guy. I think very highly of him. I think he just, between uh, stud selection and uh, I think he just wasn't ready for that format, for that for it to be in the spotlight on that day. He just wasn't ready for it. Um, but, you know, I think there's, you can argue that, to, that, that position both ways of Brad Davis and Chad Barrett. But to hear the so, announcers talk, he was still jacked up uh, from the birth of his first child. Yeah. Oh, Chrisman? Yeah, he probably had. I mean, you know, he probably hadn't slept. Mark, I got, I got one. I got Mark. I got one, two questions for you. First, okay. If you're the GM of a team and you're starting a team, you're down to like your ninth pick. Do you take Adam Chrisman or do you take Alan Gordon? I take Gordon. And then, okay. And then my second question is. Is the one thing you have to factor in about Christian is that even though he's in for Chad Barrett, offensively you lost something. But him coming back and helping defend set pieces as the other big big guy back there with Gonzalez to help mark their big guys that was a big plus. That was absolutely huge. And like I said, don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking the guy. He, he, I'm poking fun because it's easy to do. Um, <laughs> but but, you know, but I was I, I was just answering the other angle of people saying had Brad Davis been in the game, the Dynamo probably would have won, and no, they wouldn't have. It would have been a more entertaining game, probably, if that's possible. But, you know, yeah. had had Barrett been there, he nails and, those and two headers. Rogan Dino no makes a good point because yeah. Houston had a lot of success on set pieces in the playoffs. Yes. 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 So, yes. But I want to say, I, I would just say, and I think Mark will agree, it was a, it was a for all, all the elements that kind of went wrong, you, you expect coming to Southern California, you're going to have a great day of sunny, open, you know, there was, there was a few no shows you can tell with some of the seats in the upper corners but i mean the, the i will say that grass berm was the, and i've been to a lot of galaxy games was probably the crowdest most crowded i've ever seen it the and, only time i've seen was, it more i'm sorry go ahead mark go ahead yeah and just on a rainy night i mean for the, all those people showed up and the atmosphere creating man i was bundled up like i was i'm a california boy so i was bundled up like i was going to into the into the, the alaskan mountains and then today yeah. it's 80 degrees <laughs> yeah go figure the only hey. the, the only time I've seen that berm more full was Freddie Adu's first game in L.A. Uh, when he first signed with D.C. United. And okay. I, had, I had to park a mile and a half away and walk. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was hey. so sold out that night. So, Go yeah, hey. great guys, job by the right Galaxy. There. Guys, I want, I want to just touch on David Beckham. I know that's kind of cliche, but for me, I was just so happy for Beckham because you know the experiment has worked. It took, it took its time, but... You know what? What was he battling? Was did he have flu or what was everybody kind of talking about? He had a he had a pulled hamstring, pulled his hamstring on Monday. Okay, and did he, someone told me that he he had flu as well, and he was just sick and, and was he, medicated. He, he he pulled his hamstring on Monday, came down with a head cold. I think on Tuesday or Wednesday. If you if you if you rewatch the game, somewhere in the first half, he goes in, makes a tackle, gets the yellow card, and, and he gets up and he starts yeah, unwrapping his he leg. Pulls the bandage off during the he game. He starts taking the wrapping off his bad hammy. Throws it on the floor. Ricardo Salazar picks it up. I've been looking on eBay for it. I can't find the bandage anywhere. But, you know. He just played incredible. I was so happy for him. He was just incredible. So let, let's um, let's talk very quickly. Uh, David Beckham stays or goes? Yes. I think he stays. Mark Rogandino. I'm, I'm so torn on this, uh, to be honest. I really am. I'm so torn on it. Obviously... You know, calling the Galaxy games the last six years, I feel like David 
I feel like this is the one time he wants to stay. His family is planted in, and you know they're here and they're 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 becoming part of the culture here in Southern California. And why not just keep? You know, it's like if you're playing for the Lakers or the Yankees, and that's where you already call home for five years. Aren't you going to stay in there if you're Kobe Bryant or Derek Jeter? You know, but he has a history of winning and then walking somewhere else. And that's the one reason I think he could maybe want to go to Paris Saint Germain. He doesn't want to tile in league. I, you know, I, I agree. I think that's a, an incredibly valid point. I, I just, as a fan, as someone, I've been lucky enough, whether it be at the luncheon we had this year, Mark, or some, some past season ticket holder events, I've been very fortunate to have some time with David along with my kids. And he has always been such a great guy to my kids sure. and to me. I just, I hate to see him leave. The way he played this year was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And you know, the other thing that kind of gets me about the whole situation, the, the only reputable, reputable, the only source we have on this is, the, was it the, the Daily Mail? Uh, well, right. well, no, you know, the so, uh, MLS website does have a story that uh, uh, Leonardo has, they have contacted him. Yeah, Paris and Germain are, are open about that and said that they have approached him that they're in talks. Okay, so. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I kind of wonder how much more money does David Beckham really need? I know. Uh, no, so now I think now it's more an issue of being at PSG to be closer to for the Olympic team, uh, right. to be closer for the Olympics in general, all the pre-press, all the run-up. Uh, but at the same time, I just I I don't see the family relocating right now. I just don't see I, that happening. I, I agree with that. You know what? It it seems yeah. It seems like he and his family are really happy there, and now with the new baby, I just it would seem really strange. But on all the kind of like the wag watch. You know, websites that I read. Porsche's been shopping for houses in Paris, and I don't know. I I would be really sad. Well, to I, I was go. saying that I agree with the point that being in Paris is being so close to the UK. Even if he's not going to be on the uh, Olympic team, he would be a figurehead. I mean, they they yeah. they flew right. him all the way to to the last Olympics in Beijing just to kick a soccer ball off of a bus. So, so there you go. Um, so <laughs> yeah. let's let's uh, let's transition very quickly into the. Uh, Oh, one last, I'm sorry, one last thing, because someone brought up in the yes. chat room. He was on Kimmel, I think it was Tuesday yes. night. Oh, he was? Uh, he, was on, he was on with the MLS Cup, and it was weird. I'm driving home from X Factor. I'm going north on Highland, out of Hollywood. I look over into the alley behind Kimmel. Huge, huge mob. I haven't seen a mob that big since Blink played outside of Kimmel. Huge mob waiting for him to come out with the Cup. So that was kind of cool to see. Oh, good. Awesome. Let's transition. Um, speaking of uh, waiting for people to come out and might not show, Brian Sheen got selected by Montreal. I really had nowhere to go with that segue. I was doing my best. <laughs> the, uh, the Montreal Impact had the their expansion draft this week, and uh, their very first pick, if you draft me, I won't go. I'll retire. And they took him, Brian Sheen. Yeah. Um, very quickly... I say very quickly because we only have an hour, and I don't want to. I don't want to keep Mark Rogandino too long. Who is it? Who is it? Fault here, Jesse Marsh for drafting Brian Ching, or the Houston Dynamo front office before making him available? As a Galaxy fan, I have absolutely no love for Jesse Marsh. I, th- I, oh God, the things I would love to do to him in a dark alley. That being said, he took a shot that he was given. If Brian Ching was so important to the Dynamo. They should have protected him, no matter what. There is not a single person on that roster who has more leverage against the Dynamo than Brian Ching. Marsh 
took him, knowing full well what, what Brian's intentions were, and now you can leverage him back to the team. And if there's enough fan, if there's enough fan uproar, they'll give Sarah? in. So, I agree. I, I think it's the Dynamo's fault. I mean, he's been their captain for two seasons. You know, he's a fan favorite. It was really surprising. I know the Dynamo fans were pissed. Rogan Dino. You know. The Dynamo were playing Texas Hold'em, and they thought that they could win with a pair of threes, you know. And <laughs> it just, it, it just, they caught, it, they had their bluff called, and it's, it's a smart play by Jesse Marsh, if you ask me, because th- there's no question the Dynamo are opening a new stadium. He's the face of the franchise. Yes. He's not. How can how can they not have him walking out as the cap with the captain's armband? Yeah. It's just you just couldn't do that. So yeah, now they're gonna get what maybe Kalen Carr and a high pick or. Uh, you know, Kalen Carr, a defender and a high taker, you look right. at something, you know, because Brian now, Ching has to go back. And also this, I, and I, just, you, I just, I'm sorry, I just threw out Kalen Carr arbitrarily. That was the next forward I was thinking about. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. But think oh. of this, just think about this. Who better to know the inner workings, how they think, what the, what the culture is at Chivas than Jesse Marsh to go in, take Valentin with what, the this, third uh, selection? So you take, he, he takes this, their left back, their the, he takes selection. their back. And then he goes and takes Riley from Seattle, a great back, and then trades him to replace the void that he just left or made by taking Valentine and gets Braun out of the deal. How brilliant was that? For Riley. Well, yeah, yeah Braun I know, really matters. I mean, that I mean, was, Justin Braun is just... That was yeah. genius. You know, was now then again, was it genius or was it hey, just a total Brian, backdoor I'm deal? talking about plays that probably won't go to play. Did we just lose Sarah? No, she's there. Yep. Sarah going once. Hey. Yes. Hey, Brian. Hello. Yes. Hey, can you hear me, guys? Yes. Sorry. Sarah so, from Kansas City. Go ahead. Going to the Ching. Sorry. I lost you. So Ching, Ching's probably not – he's not going to go. He's going to retire or go back to the Dynamo. But just kind of adding on that, players that got signed that are probably not going to go. Ryan Smith got drafted from Kansas City to Chivas for first and third pick. What are your thoughts on that? Because that was – a pretty big deal here in Kansas City. A lot of people were talking about it, saying that Peter Vermees was genius to do uh, that. Yeah, uh, Kansas City trades uh, out of favor and possibly out of contract. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's uh, <laughs> forward Ryan Smith to Chivas for a first and a third round, um, which is a great move for uh, for Kansas City. I don't see Ryan Smith coming back. What? I don't either. I don't either. He's been out of the country for quite a while. And it's just, it was a really strange situation how he left. And I just don't see him coming back. And it's, yeah, it's a bizarre one. I'm curious to see how that pans out. Is he, play, is he playing somewhere else, though? He's not playing. No, he? he's not playing oh, he did, I thought he went right to Zaragoza. Did he go to Zaragoza yeah. on trial, maybe? I think he tried, he, yeah, he trialed there, but I think he failed a fitness oh. test. Because uh, he's actually pretty nice on the ball. I like Ryan Smith. I, I, just, yes. I just think that he could not stay healthy. And then when he did stay healthy, there was other people that were playing hot in front of him. So, yeah. you know, but I, I thought he was a good player. I, the last time I remember seeing was he, he played very well against the Galaxy a couple of times and then against Manchester United. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you have to think, and Sarah yeah. and I have spoken about this uh, just in general, but if you're, if you're a um, European player and you come to the States, there's probably maybe three places that you want to live. New York, L.A., and maybe Chicago. Yeah. But you don't. Yeah, I, 
I, bet I had the same comment to Alan Hopkins a couple days ago about Dynamo fans complaining that the Galaxy bought the championship with our DPs. Everyone has a chance to sign DPs. It's just, yeah. where do those DPs want to live and play? And that's the thing, like, Ryan Smith's from London. You know, right. adapting to life in Kansas City is it's tough. I'm from Hull and I'm having a tough time in Kansas City, so you can't blame him. Um, another uh, note uh, from the expansion draft, Sun and Iossi t uh, taken by the Rapids. The Rapids were regretting that move. Um, well, yes. leaving him unprotected? Yeah. I, you know, I was wondering if uh, Stefani Miserable Zanzi was going to get drafted again in another expansion draft, but he got left alone. You know, um, there, there were some people out there, you know, that looking back, the more I think about it, I wonder how much of a backdoor deal Jesse may have achieved us for that move. I'll take Valentin, James, but I'll, you know, I'll take James Valentin. Riley, by the way, yeah. Sorry, James Riley, by the way, is the other guy who gets pushed around on expansion draft all the time. Yeah, but he's a, but he's a great back. He's oh, a good right back. So you got to wonder, you know, once he looked at the roster, you know, did, did he talk to Domine and say, hey, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this guy. I'm taking your right back. But I'm going to pull this guy from Seattle. What do you want to give me for him to fill the void? Uh, you know, was it genius or was it a deal? I don't know. But I, I, see him as a, as a head coach. I think he's going to be able to to do pretty well though with a, with what he's going to assemble together. He's, he's not a bad coach, you know. I think see that, I think he's had some good guys above him to help him a little bit. I, I, I'm interested to see what he can do. You know, so am I, and I'm really hoping Beckham stays on. For nothing other than the sole reason that it will be now three ex players who are now coaches he gets a chance to fight with. Sure. You know, hey. Brecky Breck, came after him, Christ came after him, maybe Marsh will too, who knows? Hey, talking about coaching positions, what's the deal with the Rapids? Has anybody heard anything about that? I heard nothing. Honest. Zero, yeah, there's been no buzz. I think they'll probably wait until after the first of the year to kind of really get something, and then they'll have the camp coming. I think camp starts at the end of January. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, I didn't know if there was any uh, hot names been thrown around or if anybody knew anything because it's been really quiet on that front. Well, I think it's... Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I'll have to connect you guys with my good friend Marcel with Marcelo if he hasn't been on yet. And he'll come on for, for a couple minutes and uh, he could probably shed some light on that. He's close to the situation. Oh, That'd be great. Very cool. Yeah. So I know you guys, there's I got to jump off, but I want to do uh, to thank you for letting me drop in for a little bit. Um, Sarah, great to meet you, and you guys keep you up too. all the good Thank hard work. Thank you very work. much. Uh, Mark, Mark Rogandino thank joining us from Fox. Mark. You can follow him at M. Rogandino. We'll tweet that out. Mark, thank you again for your time. We appreciate it very much. Hey, I, I'm just the second Mark on this show. I mean, the other Mark, he, <laughs> I mean, you got you got to follow him on Twitter because he's the only guy I know that's hanging with David Beckham and with DJ Lance. <laughs> Go Gabba Gabba. So. <laughs> hey, Mark, thanks a lot for coming on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. You guys have a great rest of the weekend, and uh, let's do it again soon. All right, Thanks, Mark. Mark. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. All right. Thank you. Whoops. Thank you to Mark Rogandino for joining us. Yeah, he good guy. He was lovely. He's a – oh, damn it. I wanted to ask him about WPS. Shoot. It looks like it's uh. going away. Well, yeah, but there's now apparently two leagues springing up in its place possibly. So You know you what? Know, Maybe knows? we should – can we not like hassle one of the WPSL players to come on? That would be really cool. Can you not like? Yeah, that's how we get all of our guests, Mark. Can you hassle somebody else on Twitter? I will start <laughs> hassling people on Twitter to get them talk about. Yes, I will start. 
I will, I will, I will shoot. Hope was in the building last week. I could have talked to her. I didn't get a chance to. Uh, hey, can I, can I throw um, a stat for you about Brian Ching very quickly? Um, yes. I, I'm saying very quickly too much. Last three seasons, he hasn't played more than 20 games. His, his uh, 2008, he played 25 games, scored uh, 13 goals. 2009, 19 games, 8 goals. 2010, 20 games, 7 goals. Last year, 20 games, 5 goals. And his minutes have decreased from two, uh, 2,108 to 1,200 last year. He's a well, he, Yeah, but the same could be said about, look at Angel. He had the same downward trajectory. Look what he did for Chivas. I know. Who yeah. knows? But it's, it's yeah. downward production. He's a $400,000 cap hit. What, what Houston was saying is, all right, well, if you take him, you take him. But I'd be very inter- interested to see how he returns. And does he, does, does he you know, would it have been humorous if Jesse Marsh would have made him the number 10 pick? <laughs> make Houston make uh, sweat it out? That would have been then, great. You know, and this is something I talked about with Zach Woosley the other day. Is, does Ching go ahead and play, come back, first game, with, first game in Houston, turn around and score an own goal and walk off the field? <laughs> Oh my god! Like the ultimate heel turn. Oh my gosh! Oh wow. my gosh! That would be great you know to what? see. He's turning like 30, 34 this year. So how how much longer does he have, really? But he, but he's well, the I, I, even that. I, mean, I don't think it's an issue. I, I think I think the issue for really? Houston is is what is his value as the face of the franchise? Because moving forward, he's going to move into the front office. You know that Houston is his home. Um, yeah. You know, there's still this underlying undertone or you know storyline of yeah. Jesse Marsh was part of the part of the men's national team technical staff last year that uh, decided to keep him off the World Cup, Ching off the World Cup team. You know, you could find you can find drama and storylines anywhere you want, but I think it's some. I think at some point, yeah. Montreal says, "Okay, you want Ching back? We want A, B, and C. If not." Yeah, they've already said they'll trade him back from Moffitt. Hey, peace out, Ching. We appreciate everything. We're out. I, you know, I, I think Jesse Marsh just, he saw an opportunity to blackmail someone for someone that he wanted on the protected list. And that's what he did. And you know what? Uh, Dynamo fans can rage all they want, and they have every right to. But at the end of the day, front office just blundered the situation I, completely. Yeah. Completely and Can totally blundered. Can I throw a name it. out that we might see in these future trade talks? Yeah. Other than Adam Moffitt? Oh, yeah, the ginger, well, the yeah. Cana- the yeah. Canadian. <laughs> uh, huh. I, don't know if, I don't know if that's lower than ginger. No, I was I, being insulting. Well, I'm, not, I'm, um, I'm trying to act like I didn't hear it. Canadian and ginger. So there you go. Ooh. Yes, Dean, I'm wearing an Arsenal shirt because I like the way it looked and I got it in L.A. two years ago. I'm sorry. Hey, Dean. Hi, I'll Dean. Call another oh, Sarah, your house. Yvonne wants to show your ring. Yvonne What's wants that? to see your ring. Yvonne wants to see your ring, Sarah. Oh, okay. I don't know if you can and see it. And then Liger it. wants you to scoot back. Can you see it? Okay, now yes. scoot back. No, because it's just going to be oh, this shot. Oh, there you go, Liger. <laughs> oh. And that, but she uh, is, but but Sarah is wearing cholo there's, socks there's right your, now. There's your screen oh. grab, and will also be your. Uh, oh, geez. look, look! I got my soccer socks on. I just came straight from my game. <laughs> I, I will um, be making that so, screen I mean, grab available later on Twitter for you guys. <laughs> what are we th- what are we thinking about WPS? I know we want to talk about Yanks abroad, 
but the WPS really has me bothered right now. I'm, I'm pissed that we lost the soul two seasons ago. Uh, Magic Jack owner got kicked out of the league. He's thinking of starting his own league in 2013. Uh, there's the PWPS that may be coming up in 2013, and someone else wants to start another league coming this summer. So you know, who knows? But do you really? Do you really think that I mean, two or three leagues are gonna? Um, uh, I mean, gonna be able to exist when one barely could do it? Well, see, yeah, the, here, here, here's the thing. They cannot simultaneously coexist. I think everyone is planning on WPS crashing out right now and being done. They're going to take a break of a year and try to figure out how to come back next summer. I think that's their aim. Uh, but, I mean, let's look at how many professional big-time soccer leagues were here in the States before MLS actually came out with a model that more or less works. Right. It's, you know, it's going to take some time. I think the, after last year's World Cup, uh, there's some there's some room to capitalize. There's corporate money to be had. I just think they've got to find the right structure in which to do it. See, my thought, what was the average attendance of a WPS game? Do, do we know offhand? I think like 5,000. Really? Maybe two, that many? Maybe 2,000. Dean raises, I an, raises an interesting point in the chat room is why not make the women's team an extension of the MLS men's team? Arsenal has a women's team. And if you look, um, yeah. Vancouver has a ladies' team. You know yeah. what? If if yeah, but I mean, not to pick and not to be a dick. I'm sorry. How many people are going to come out to Pizza Hut Park to watch? You know, okay, the lady and hoops. Let's follow it up with the obligatory. How many people come out to watch the men's team anyway? Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, no. I'm just saying, if if the men's team isn't drawing. And it's, it's not just Dallas. That can be said for a number of teams. Okay, let's be honest. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a dick. Um, but this is also why promotion relegation cannot work right now. There aren't enough teams with solid enough followings, making enough of a profit margin, to hold themselves afloat without league assistance. Much less float a secondary no, well, women's team. Well, I can team. tell you, FC Dallas doesn't have to worry about that because they get money from the actual park. They get concert money. Right. Well, that's yeah. great. I, 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 I think I think that's the right idea and the right model. However, I think there has to be a secondary minority ownership group that once WPS is successful enough, they took full they take full ownership of those teams and have their own league. I think that would be a way to go where you you know, which would kick MLS kickoff times ahead a couple hours and either play the women's game on the back of the men's game or the next day. I, I don't know how you'd structure it. But I think teaming them up with with MLS That's would be the way to go. And I think whenever Puma pulled out, um, that was really kind of the the first step. Yeah, oh, oh, Puma, yeah. Pulled, Puma out? pulled out earlier. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and change subjects okay. before Mark goes ahead and jumps on that opening, and uh, we're gonna talk about Yanks Abroad. Come on, I, I gave you it. pulled out right into Yank Abroad, and you didn't take. Wow. Hey. I'm trying to clean it up. I want All people right. to take me seriously. I had a couple of comments of the Galaxy game last week, and it kind of hit uh, home, so let's, I'm trying, trying to let's, be a good guy. Uh, let's move on to our next subject, which is MLS players training overseas. Um, and we're just going to throw out some names that we've heard. Uh, if there's any that we missed, uh, please go ahead and uh, help us out here in the chat room. Uh, Bill Hamid at West Brom. Um, Jeff Lorinowitz and uh, Teal Bunbury at Bolton. Uh, Omar Salgado at Fulham. Uh, Breck Shea at Arsenal. 
Uh, I saw another list. I don't know. Uh, Sean Johnson at Man U. Really? These are all, but these, but these are all yes. just training stints. Uh, Thierry Henry is okay. also training at Arsenal. Uh, Juan Aguadello at VFB Stuttgart. Um, Robbie right, Rogers at Blackburn. Blackburn. There you go. Uh, Zach Pfeiffer, Zach Pfeiffer, the Union, doing two weeks at Hoffenheim. <laughs> Dean, oh, that's funny. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you know, if you take that out and you put Robbie Rogers in, that works too. Sometimes, I mean, uh, Robbie Finley. Yeah. Um, Andy Nahar also training with Tottenham. Yes, he is, but he's no longer a Yank abroad, is he? And and is, wasn't Kyle Beckham in somewhere? No. Wherever the rest of the dirty hippies play, yes. I thought I thought he no, was. No, the, the list that I have has Beckerman and Rogers at Kaiserslautern, but I don't think that's right. Uh, I'm curious okay. to see um, Bill Hamid at West Brom and uh, Lavrinowitz with Bolton. Because I think Bill, Bill Hamid has a chance to be... Hamid has a chance to be a great keeper anywhere. Yeah. He really does. Lorenowitz, I don't see going anywhere. I, I just don't see it with that guy. I, I just I just don't see it. I, I could be totally wrong. I just don't see it with the guy. You know what? I, I do see Brett Shea staying, it, maybe not with Arsenal, but I do see him playing somewhere like a Knott's Forest, like a Hull City. I, I think the premiership is too, is too fast-paced for him right now. I think he's going to get a test for Arsenal but I think he could do really well in the championship. I think that's about his level right now. I could have sworn you just had a taste for Arsenal. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what, I, that's what I heard. Um, you know, I, I agree with you. I don't think he's fast enough for the game mentally right now. Uh, yeah. I, could, I don't think he's even fast enough for championship right now. I could see him playing for someone like Stainstown, you know, get a season under his belt, figure out the game in another country, and moving yeah. up rather quickly after that, you know. Yeah. So... I don't know. That's me. I think the unicorn. I think it's only a matter of time before the unicorn disappears yes, to the year. I agree. I would be surprised. Um, I'll be surprised if he's here next season. I'll be shocked if he's here after that. Yeah. Somebody, somebody that I don't think is going to do well overseas is Teal Bunbury, and I can, you know, Teal. I watch him play week in, week out, sitting in practice. His touch is absolutely not good enough. Um, he's at Bolton right now, absolutely not good enough. And I think he would even struggle in the championship. Athletically, he's strong enough, but his touch and his control and his left foot, absolutely not. And I love Teal to bits, but absolutely not. Guys, your thoughts? I agree. I, I put Bunbury and Lorena, it's at the same thing. It, it's what is um, what is what does Owen Coyle see that he's pulling in all these Americans? Um and athleticism may be a part of it. I think that was Josie Altos, his strongest attribute when he went to Hull. Um, and, and it didn't work out very well for him. I think he started one game. Well, and and so, also yeah. showed that think, in his very first game with Hull. By, you know, one of, the, one of the assists or the shots he had in the very first game was just, I mean, it was sure power, over, overpowering his man running through him to the ball. Exactly. Just bulldozes his way through. And I think that's what... You know, teams like your Boltons and your Blackburns are looking for they're looking for the athleticism because they don't have the, the players technically good enough around them, so they've got it. 
they've got to get by, you know? Well, here's, here, so, here's something my, that I'll throw out for you. Look at a guy like um, Freddie Adu, who bounced around Benefica, I mean, a lot of places. Uh, Aris. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt real quick. Is your audio going batshit or is it just uh, me? No, I'm okay. Chat room, everybody okay? Yes. I'm okay. I'm hearing a big, you know, wavering of sound in my earbuds. Maybe it's just me. No, we okay, we're, never mind. We're Go ahead. The, uh, Benfica, Freddie, you do. Marathon on Spike in your background, though. It's all right. Sorry. So. <laughs> Benfica, uh, Freddie, you do. And he came back over uh, here to the MLS after getting, um, I don't know, that would be a dearth of experience, uh, and he ended up being left unprotected. Uh, and then you look at players like Robbie Finley, who really struggled here, really struggled on the men's national team, who's doing well uh, in the championship with Forrest. And you look at a player like um, uh, uh, Josie Altador, who's just scoring goals and buckets for AZ now. Do you think, do you, do you think I, yeah. that, that Finley and Altador can use that to come to MLS and make more money and... and um, grow the game and their game or are they looking to move up and get back to the premiership or get back to you know Bundesliga at this point I think a move back to the states would be a move backwards for them um, they only have only, only room they have to grow right. is up right now uh, whether or not they fulfill that who knows uh, I financially make it make no sense to come back to MLS because let's face it, I don't think anyone's ever going to see Robbie Finley as DP material. Right, it's just not going to happen. I, I think so. if you ask any any professional footballer, you know the the top three leagues they want to play in the world, I would say ninety percent of them, the Premiership is mentioned right. in that top three. I, I think I think that's kind of like the aspiration of most professional players. I I, I mean no, I agree with you. I, mean, I agree with you. I I. And I say that I want to throw another name out, Eddie Johnson. Why hasn't Eddie Johnson come back to MLS? And and I was talking about this with uh, with with Nick this morning. Is Michael Bradley? Michael Bradley could be a stud in MLS. And he's done it before, but he, but yeah, MLS, for him, I think he feels would be a step backward because he it would in level of play and money because he got because he got a taste All of the right. premiership with. Uh, with Aston Villa last year, and then you know, and I think he's he's much better player than what he gets credit for. I exactly, I, I was going to say that as well, sir. I think we have yet to see the best out of Baby Robot. I think it's still to come. Uh, <laughs> I agree, I agree, and I think we're not going to see that from him playing the MLS. Yeah, so. and that was my point with Nick this morning. Was I? I think they've done it. Players that have done it and have moved on to. You know, because Bradley played in Bundesliga and he got an EPL call and had the, you know, the, the, the coaching change not happen at uh, Aston. He probably would have stayed on this year, too. So any other move, you know, moving to Serie A now is kind of a lateral move. And I think ML, anything MLS would be a step back or an end of the playing career move, as we've seen for some of these people. Yeah. God, I'd love to have him at Hull City. That would be amazing. I mean, just going back a step. Isn't it kind of? I mean, I don't know what happened, but isn't it pretty telling that Freddie Adu was left unprotected? Yeah, and his cap hits like five forty over four years. Yeah, I thought that was just pretty telling of how unwanted he was, because yeah. they made such a big deal about getting him, 
and then he never came in. He didn't he stopped coming in in key games. You know, yeah. I wonder if the kid's mental at this point. Some names, some names being thrown out in the chat room. Uh, Yvonne talks about Clint Dempsey making the move from New England uh, in the MLS, playing well for Fulham. Donovan. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Donovan goes makes another European move. Do you guys think that? I think no, he I, yeah. I think he proved himself with Everton. Um, he got the monkey off his back, so to speak. You know, he's rumored to be dating Hope now. Um, no way. Are you serious? There, there's some little rumors flitting around here and there. No big deal. Um, but I think Landon has a home here. I think he he can make more money elsewhere, I'm sure. Easily. Um. But you know what? I mean, the guy was at training the other day when people were down there taking pictures with the cup and getting pieces of the pitch. And he, I mean, he posed, I don't know how many hundreds of pictures I've seen of him posing with people for pictures just after the end of practice. I think he is grateful and thankful for being here. I think he really likes it. I'd I'd love to see him dominate in another league and just show the world what, as a nation, our players can do. But I'm excited to have him here. Even if he were to move to another club, I would still be ecstatic to have him here in the States playing with MLS because, let's face it, Beckham brought us worldwide recognition. He made the Galaxy a worldwide brand. But Donovan is the face of American soccer. He may not be the captain. He may not have the punch-drunk eyes of Clint Dempsey, but he is the face of American soccer through and through. And I could not be happier to have him here at home playing with us. I agree with that, too. And, and you know, I, I, if you'll allow me another step back, we had a discussion about Beckham and the experiment and if it worked or not. And you know what? It worked from day one because from day one, Galaxy jerseys went through the roof around the world. And in, uh, turn, you know- and in turn, the league got major exposure in countries it never had before. It's still getting it. And more than likely, we'll continue to get that exposure. I mean, you, yeah. you, he, and everyone will bitch about what a what a waste of money he is, how horribly he plays, how old he is. But you know what, bitches, when he comes to your stadium, y'all go mother, y'all go crazy with the flash bulbs every time he gets behind a set piece. So stop yeah. the hate and fess up to the fact that he changed the game of this country for the better. Maybe not the game. He changed. The perception of the game and the way our league and the, looks. And the- Mike, I want to I want to jump Sorry. on that because no, I I hundred percent agree with you. And people went to go watch David Beckham play soccer, whether it be in Kansas City or Dallas or whatever. People who have never even been to a soccer game before, hey, I just want to see David Beckham. You know, because yeah. they just want to say in ten years' time, yeah, I saw David Beckham play soccer or when he retires. He put butts in seats all around this country, and I have I hundred percent like. He was skin hate, but he did. He grew the game. He grew the brand of soccer in this country. I 100% agree with you. And he gave us worldwide exposure. And like Joe Titino said two weeks ago when he was on with us, there is no other player in football right now, with the exception of maybe Messi or Ronaldo, who can be a worldwide name brand on his own, outside of the sport, transcending the sport. Beckham is it right now, man. There will be a, There will never be another DP signing like him as a coup, like Beckham was. Yeah, I mean, and the Galaxy just left for a tour of Asia. I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, really? I think. Yeah. I think that probably the closest thing maybe you can compare that to was the uh, 
San Jose went and trained over with Tottenham last summer. And I'm not trying to be yeah. smart like about it. I'm just saying that's, you know, they went over and 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 played a, a Premier League team because it's their sister league sister team. But the the Galaxy were they went to Australia last year for a tour. They're going to Asia this year for a tour. Beckham's going. Donovan's going. Um, but I mm-hmm. I want to speak. I yeah. want to speak to Mark's point of Beckham being a brand and the signing being a coup. When they signed him, his cover of Sports Illustrated, cover of everything, wearing the shirt. Everything he was was wearing the yeah. shirt. Yeah. Um, and it was. And, yeah. and and think back. Think back about how pissed off the manager was. It was uh, uh, his uh, Capello. Wasn't Capello's manager at yeah. Real Madrid at the time? And Camelo, C- Capello shit a Miata over the fact that he signed a contract right. while still playing with them. That's how big of a coup him. it was. And it, and, and, and benched him. And then had to bring, had him, to bring back him back to win the to cup. Win, yep, for, for injuries, yes. But uh, this was not just yeah. a new, it wasn't just a new kit. This was a complete and total redesign of the club as a brand. Logos, color yes. schemes, kits, everything. So... It, cha- it changed the face of the galaxy completely. And I don't care what anyone says, it heightened the face and the awareness of our league. And I don't care how much you say you hate him, you owe him a debt of gratitude I, no I matter what. Anybody here said we hate him? I love the guy. No, not here. I'm just saying in general. No. Not you in guys, general. just but you- in general. Because I, I, I yeah. see a lot of hate on the Twitter towards the Becks, and I just don't um, care. Uh, conversely, Robbie Keane signing from Tottenham. Player kind of still in a little bit of his prime. I don't think anybody outside of LA that it that it even registered Cares. with. <laughs> yeah, and you know that's okay. Uh, you know, I, I I had a little twit chat with Alan Hopkins a few days after the cup, and because people were complaining about us, you know, buying the cup. Okay, fine, whatever you think. You know what? You had a choice to sign DPS Dynamo. Who'd you sign? You signed a fat brown guy like me who wanted to eat more than he wanted to play. You made a bad choice. Hate yourself, not us. Oh my gosh! Man. Every te- every every team in this league has the opportunity to sign a DP, and if that price tag is similar to Beckham's, if that player has the possibility to garner the exposure for the league that Beckham did, you can bet your ass the league's going to hop in and help you pay for that player. So if you can go find him, you damn well better sign him because the league, including the Galaxy and AEG, will help you pay for that player because it's good for the league. Everyone well, has an opportunity. And I, also, I can point to even from FC Dallas, we signed Danielson, who was coming off, you know, it was a Brazilian with European experience, and it was a huge yeah. bust. So much so that we we yeah. don't have designated players. I mean, yeah. FC Dallas has, yeah. cha- has changed their total approach to being homegrown. They want half their roster to be homegrown. Just well, like I think that's also I think that's partly to do with the hunt ownership not wanting to spend money, i.e. they do that with the Chiefs too. So I, I don't know if it's part right. of that. You know what I mean? So, so. um <laughs> I'm just catching up in the chat room. Arsenal fans hate Beckham. <laughs> Brian's got an Arsenal shirt on, just saying. And Vaughn says, I hate Arsenal <laughs> fans except Brian. <laughs> I, I love the game of soccer. There's only there's really only one team that I hate, and that's Houston. So, Sorry. Sorry. The Dynamo. But again, you know what? Like I started in the, in, the, in the first take we took. Huge props to the people who took that 28-hour bus ride because – God, that was horrible. Huge props to all the Dynamo supporters who showed up for the MLS Cup final. It was brilliant to see. It really was great. The ones I got a chance to talk to were amazing. 
uh, uh, as a Galaxy fan, I, I, I want to take a moment to personally apologize to two L Battalion members who I met outside the stadium on the way out, who later almost got jumped by some Angel City Brigade uh, members. It was a stupid incident. Shouldn't have happened. On behalf of all Galaxy fans, my apologies. Hope you got and home I, safe and I on the bus. I can speak from experience that the uh, the Galaxy, no, the Galaxy, excuse me, the Dynamo, uh, the Texian <laughs> Army, those guys don't don't kid. I mean, they show up. It's a four, it's a four hour drive from Houston to Dallas. They come up, and it is all orange. They have a section. They are the loudest, the loudest group in the entire stadium. I mean, I yeah. I, oh, yeah the, the week the week before when they're in Kansas City. I love 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 watching when. Um, other clubs bring their fan group into Pizza Hut Park, and I love. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not railing on the Inferno. I'm not railing on anybody. I'm just saying I love to be in that environment where there that section is full. Whenever, um, oh gosh, who was it that came? Was it? Uh, it was Seattle, and when Seattle won here, they had 250 people that went down on the field for a picture after the game. Oh my gosh. I'm just I for, for me as a soccer fan, I love to be able to be um, to to see that up close and to enjoy it and to watch it happen. There, I mean, there are times that you know the wave might start a pizza park, and I'm not I'm not downing on anybody. I'm just I'm just saying I enjoy that. I I, I do. I'll down on the props, waivers. But props up to the uh, to the Texian army and the and the Houston fans because every time they every time there's a game here, they show up and they bring it. Hey Mark, yeah. how many times this year did the Galaxy wear that uh, Punjab jersey? Once. So they had a giant event to display something that they only wore once. I I'm hoping I think they'll wear it for the Asian tour, and uh. I think they'll bring I think they'll bring it back more next year. You, here's the thing: it was purely a marketing move. It was a special deal. Bruce Arena is a creature of habit, man. I mean, uh, he is an absolute creature of habit. He will not wear those blue kits unless the devil makes him do it, man. So going yeah. to even, a, go, even going to a third kit was a huge coup for the front office to get him to do. He wants to wear the white kit at all times for everything. So, yeah. It's, hey, now I have I, I have a question for yeah. you guys. I have not washed this jersey since I bought it at that Fourth of July launch party. I've only worn it on game days except for today and maybe a couple shows that we've done. Do I have it framed with my ticket stub from the final and my llama oh, socks, which I wore to no. every home game? You go to Ross. You, no, listen uh, to me. You go to Ross and you find the white Galaxy jersey for twelve ninety nine, and you frame that. I don't frame they this didn't one. Wear that when they wore the white one. Yeah, but I wore this every game since I bought it except for oh. one. No. Uh, no. Do I okay? Do yes, I frame the llama socks? I, I want the llama socks. Here's what I want: llama sock, llama sock, ticket stub right in the middle. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I'm thinking. Because really? the I haven't watched llama socks since the game. They still have mud on them. And I think I like uh, seventeen uh, more pair of them. I bought seventeen pair of llama socks and gave them away. To oh, you know what you should do. You need to buy a new pair of llama socks for every game next year, just like Michael Jordan did. New pair of shoes for every game. And you need to auction them off or give them away or sign them and do it on Twitter. Oh, that's funny. Do it. Yeah, no, because the llama socks I wore this year, I wore them to every game. I, I, I wore my, my camo shorts, I wore my mercurial indoor shoes, and my llama socks to every game. And we were undefeated at home. I, I, think, you, I think you framed the llama socks. 
Okay, I think I will. Even the game I went with you to, you wore llama socks? I wore llama socks. <laughs> Remember you were making fun of my indoors? I wasn't making fun of them. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, you were. What'd I say? Yeah, you did. <laughs> that was a dork. No, I didn't. I did not make fun of you. For, why would I make fun of you for wearing those? You did. You did. No, I probably made fun of you for being a fat brown guy. <laughs> but, well, oh, okay. you definitely did that, too. I wouldn't do that. I would never do that. One way or another, Brian would find a way to make No, you today. shut your mouth. So, so chat room, anything you guys want, yeah, anything else it. you guys Let's want to talk about? Oh, Yvonne wants to know that Yvonne wants to know where the llama socks came from. Uh, a friend of mine, I have a thing for llamas and midgets. A friend of mine bought me the llama socks and a stuffed llama a few years a back. Uh, no. And two seasons ago, I started wearing the llama socks to the home games, and we were undefeated. And every time we lost, I stopped wearing the llama socks till we won again. Same thing. So this year, now last year we were undefeated at home, and somehow, and I have my theories about where they went, and what part my wife played in it. The llama socks disappeared, and we got shelled at home that night. I was freaking out. I couldn't find the llama socks. I didn't want to. I I was just, I I was shitting a Miata. Got to the game and we got shelled, man. We just got our butts handed to us. And I got home that night, went online and bought another pair of llama socks. And I started wearing them again this year, and we were undefeated all year at home when I wore the llama socks. That was pretty funny. Uh, I love you, Mark, for reasons like that. My wife makes fun of me, and all I have to say is, hey, butterfly in China. That's it. Hmm. wonder what that means. You know, a, a butterfly flaps its wing in China, and somehow some guy gets hit by a car oh, here in the valley. Oh, you Time Life book. A wife burns her hand somewhere a baby cries. You've never seen that what? Time Life commercial for the books? A mother in Kansas no. City burns oh. her hand somewhere a baby cries. Oh, you have to, you have to, you have to find the what? YouTube. What the hell kind it's of TV a, are a, you it's watching? It's an old commercial for Time Life books. Just YouTube, you'll find it. Okay. All right. Um. Let's see. What else? What else could I think of that would be important to announce? If you're a Galaxy fan, uh, follow Live Breathe Football. They're going to have a Live Breathe Galaxy shirt coming out soon. Uh, they've got some new product launching next couple of weeks. And I think we may be doing something with them hmm. very shortly. So follow Live Breathe Football. They're good people. Oh, wait a minute. I know what. December 1st. Hey, guess what, bitches? Swap of the table's back for two weeks. Swap of the table. Back for two weeks. December 1st to the 14th. Get your stuff going now. Ah. On. I have so many freaking Galaxy jerseys, I don't know what to do with, so hit me up, people. Swap them. Swap them. Swap them. There it is. Yeah. And uh, Yvonne, you're absolutely right. Mike McGee, playoff MVP, baby. I all my apologies in the world to Mike McGee. I've hated on him for years, and he totally made an idiot out of me this year. God love Mike McGee. Um, last question before we go: Do the galaxy do nine the, and a half yeah. inches? Do the galaxy start? I didn't even say with the girts. You know, link so you can't really answer that fairly. Um, do the okay. Galaxy start next year with Josh Saunders and Donovan Ricketts? 
Really? Yes. I, you know what? I thought about it. At, you know, we had a talk with Joe Titino two weeks ago, and I posed the question to him: What were his thoughts? Did we trade Ricketts for Aguadelo? Yeah, and he had an absolutely stunning point. We've got two of the best keepers that would start anywhere in the league. Why get rid of one of them? Why? They're not that a huge a hit to our salary cap. They're not doing us any damage. Keep them. Keep them both. And then we got the man, Brian Mother Effin' Perk, as our third backup. And that kid is awesome. Brian Perk is the freaking man. When it's his turn to step up, y'all are going to be shocked. The kid's got mad skills. I can't wait to see it. We keep all three. All right. There we go. Uh, Sarah, anything for you? I know you're you're engaged and you're uh, you got your pictures taken today. And yes, indoor. Yes, honey. I haven't I haven't seen you since you sent me the videos. Congratulations, so much, so happy for you guys. The video actually made uh, me cry. Uh, uh, there's a good point from the chat room. The Galaxy actually have four goalkeepers with Mike McGee. Who <laughs> said that? Too shame. That was very good. You know, uh, LA Galaxy released a, uh, a pre-final hype video, and the second scene of the video is Saunders handing the shirt to McGee and McGee putting it on. And it was just a beautifully captured, very, very good hype video. Perfectly done. So bravo, Galaxy, for that. I would, and, I would just like to add some things. Yes. I'd just like to say, um, I'd just like to say rest in peace, Gower Speed. Did you guys yes. get amused in? Indeed, indeed. Uh, very, you know, you, yeah, uh, just absolutely stunning. His team was coming along so greatly. Such, for all, for all accounts, what a great guy. And uh, you know, you, the, you, whole, the whole soccer world back home is just in shock. Just an ultimate professional on and off the field, the nicest guy. And it's just, it's just really, really sad. So, just want to say, you know, if you guys are not familiar with who Gary Speed is, just check out some. YouTube links. He was a fantastic player, and just my thoughts and present with his family. So yeah, nice. not to be too much of a hippie, but you know what? Don't hate on anyone because you never know what goes on behind their closed doors and what their real life is really like. This guy yeah. seemingly had it all. You know, just love to his family. My prayers and thoughts. Yeah, that's just a horrible day. Yeah. So didn't want to end on a downer, but I just it's that's important. He was a you know, icon, you know, for, for football back home and Welsh manager, like, just wanted to give a little shout out there. So, so. Yeah, so there we definitely. Go. So, um, that's it. Thank you for everybody for joining us in the chat room. We are going to end on a down note. That's okay. Because that. Dick joke, dick that joke, happens. dick joke. That happens. How's that? Um, that happens. <laughs> thank you for bringing it up, sir. I kept meaning to and never got a chance. So, thank and I you. Saw it, and I saw it no, in the chat room. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, thank you, Mark, for joining us from LA. Sarah from Kansas City. Again, Mark Rogandino joining us from South Cal. Hey, thanks for going to get that, Mark. That was awesome. Hey, anybody out there, if you want me to stalk an ML, uh, WPS player, try and get her on the show, give me a consensus vote who you want me to stalk, and I will try and get them on the show. And, and, uh, if everyone would tweet at the Fred Savage, let him know that Mark is actually a harmless guy. I've tried. He's not listening to me. You want, uh, wants Abby. I, I, you guys send me a consensus Ooh. Twitter. Send me, send me tweets on the Twitter, and uh, I'll start stalking some WPS players to try and get them to come on the show. So you can, you can. Uh, that's Very great. Cool. I can actually roll right here into the uh, into the plugs. You can uh, tweet tweet me at 
Twitter underscore dumb. You can find Sarah at Whole Bird. You can reach Mark at SC underscore Beaner Lights. That's B E A N E R L I T E S for those listening on the podcast. The show is at Top of the Table TV. You can always watch uh, watch replays of the video, uh, lightning rounds, anything else at Top of the Table TV is our website. Uh, remind you again at Swap of the Table. We'll start December first. What you'll do is you'll tweet a picture of the jersey, the size, and the brand. Please, no eBay fakes. No, uh, let's have legit stuff. I can tell you that uh, Ross has some good stuff. Um, uh, we're going to even open it up, if it's not even a jersey, if it's a sweatshirt, if it's a training top, if it's a pregame shirt, um, goalie shirt, we're going to open it up to that uh, two-week window, December the 1st to the 14th, so everybody can get everything shipped uh, in time for Christmas. You can follow online at Twitter, at Swap of the Table. Anything else, my friends? All right, cool. No, it's good to speak to you both today. I kind of missed you. We didn't speak last week, so. Yeah, guys, thank yeah. Brian Sarda, thank you for giving me a platform to be a dork on. I really appreciate it. Everyone in the chat yeah. room, thanks for following well, along. You guys, you guys yeah. have no idea how much I enjoy doing this every week when and I get I, to. And I have to say, and so I have thank to say you. Yeah. thank you to Jeff Katz and all the people at Geek Week for letting us come on here. Um, uh, we do want to give a quick shout-out to Jeff's new project, the WrestlingRetributionProject.com. Uh, they've uh, just started get, leaking out uh, uh, preview images of all their talent. That's a project that's shot uh, in October at, at uh, Jim Henson Studios. I've had a chance to talk to Jeff about it. Yeah, it, oh, look, nice. it looks pretty good. WrestlingRetributionProject.com. Is it Muppet uh, Wrestling? No, it's it's legitimate wrestling, but it was shot at uh, No okay. Liger Retribu- Retribution. I, I had to hope for it. I Liger, had to hope it's for Retribution. it. Retribution. Revolution Forge to Retribution. Trust me, I know. All right. Uh, so that's it. I'm going to thank you guys once again from Brian Bentley here in Dallas, Mark Villa in sunny Los Angeles, which we hate, and Sarah from, we're going to say, all cold right, cold Kansas City. This has been Top of the Table. Thank you very much, and we'll see you guys next week. Oh, what? oh, oh. one last thing. Everyone should give Dean their Skype handle just so he can call you when he's shit-faced walking around the streets of Manchester at, between pubs. It's quite funny. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm I, I'm I'm hands deep in tamales, and Dean's calling me from Manchester. It was a brilliant. It was uh, so a brilliant you can tweet moment. Him at, at Dean three B at D A N three B. That is awesome, and you can let him know what your Skype handle is. And we need to make a drunken uh, <laughs> European drunk dialing needs to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> this could be our new like like lightning round. Dean drunk Dean could be our new one. That's awesome. All right, that's it. Swap of the table starts on the first. Get ready to go. Check out Ross, Marshalls, TJ Maxx. They've got some good places if you're looking for some some assets. Cyber Monday is tomorrow if you'd like to find anything as well. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. That's it. Peace out.